Music plays softly in the distance. A spotlight grows on you as all other lights dim. You're about to sing a song. You're listening to They Came From The Silver Screen. Welcome everyone to They Came From The Silver Screen, a podcast where each episode we discuss a film, uh, its social and film issues. I'm Josh Tregenza, and with me as always is my fellow host, Damien Danaher. Damien, how are we? I'm great, buddy. How are you? I'm very good. Are you ready to sing a song? No. Are you ready to dance? Have you got your tap shoes in your bag? Oh, yeah. You know, they're sticking out ever so charmingly, just out of the top there. Well, I hope there's room in that bag for some awards. Well, it's it's, it's a pretty big bag, you know? Well, you're going to need it, because you're going (laughs) to clean up. (laughs) Absolutely, I am. Hey, yeah. what am what am I? What am I at the moment? Am I a, a metaphor, a personification of something that we're going to discuss today? You very well could be. Gee whiz! Well, hold on. Let me just uh, get my pandering shoes on. And I'll bring the old la la las into this land. That's right. We're hey. talking about uh, the yeah the award pandering film. La La Land. Future Oscar winner, La La Land. Yeah. And if you couldn't detect it in our voices, we may be the only place in the world that dislikes this film. I near Or near enough anyway. I, 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 that's been universally acclaimed otherwise, as far as I can see. And I think that's what we're going to be into this week. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> We're, we're, de- we're definitely going to be uh, running against the grain on this one. And mm. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude, I, I, I work in performing arts and there's not a single other friend of mine that is n- not, like, just adored this movie. Yeah, I know people that have gone, like, four times already. And I'm yeah. like, this is, you're crazy. But are they, though? Or are we the crazy ones? See, that's the thing. I, like, I mean, you don't have context for it. You know, crazy people don't know they're crazy. True. That's, that's why they're crazy. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, let's 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 dig into this then, okay? So, La La Land is, of course, the uh, follow-up film by uh, writer-director uh, Damien Chazelle after his uh, explosive uh, 2014 effort, Whiplash, starring Miles Teller and uh, J.K. Simmons, who picked up a very well-deserved Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his role as Fletcher, the psychopathic uh, band leader. Mm. I mean, if we're looking at a movie that's, uh, you know, discussing music and, you know, uh, the the performer, you know, within that industry, their struggles, their tribulations, I think, I think he made it in with Whiplash. And so, going back over you know similar ground here i don't know i think maybe he he, he got all the juices out on the first one well he also did uh what was it uh guy and uh guy and madeline on the on park on a park bench so he's yeah got, that was you his know, that was what 2009 that he did that yeah movie? that was a there was a sort of short film it was like kind of his uh debut effort a little sort of uh operatic short film and it was very very good as well hmm. And then, and that, know, and that, if you think, if you think about it, kind of uh, 
had more had more of a, a, a romantic uh, heart to it than uh, this film does because it was made with heart and love on a shoestring budget where you know the story mattered. Yeah, and then I think like and then be that he also did uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane and what was it the Exorcism of yeah the Last Exorcism Part Two. Chazelle, so, really. So yeah, no, I just I didn't realize that he actually wrote the he wrote the screenplay for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, very strange. Like, and the and the Last Exorcism Part Two again, screenplay and story, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's very that's very weird. Yeah, I would like if you if you had told me like without me having to look it up or anything like that, if you had told me that he did both Whiplash and Ten Cloverfield Lane, I would be pretty surprised. That's yeah, because I mean, like, uh, <laughs> I guess if, if you know, we can keep going with the recording now. But yeah, that's yeah. surprising to me because he's he's built himself as uh, you know kind of a, a very niche director in terms of you know his main focus being on uh, you know music. Yeah, he's the music in, in, man in in all of his films, you know. But then when he's writing, he's 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 doing something different. Yeah. I mean, he also wrote uh, Grand Piano, which I don't know if you ever saw, but that was um, that was Elijah was a, Wood, wasn't it? Elijah Wood as a as a concert pianist in some sort of uh, hall, and uh, it was kind of like you know, it was like phone booth, but with a piano. So he was inside the piano for a long period of time on the phone. Yeah, with um, Kiefer Sutherland. Was he going to shoot him? Um, oh, well, I mean, like he made some threats. Oh. Hope he got out of that one. <laughs> I think he. I think he. I think he made it out okay, though. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's a bit of. A, yeah, he's a bit of. Yeah, he's the go-to guy for music, it seems, or at least mm. that's what it appears to be, because you know, Whiplash kind of, I think, solidified that, and I dare say that's why he got the go-ahead to do um, to do La La Land. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like almost a, a new sort of Rob Marshall who, you know, did Chicago and, mm. uh, you know, Nine with, uh, what's his name, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and everything. So, I mean, like, he, oh, yeah. he's, kind of, he's kind of moved on now. So, I think, like, uh, Chazelle must almost imagine himself as the, the heir apparent for, you know, the modern uh, musical you know, mm. in 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 film, which is uh, curious because if anything, kind of like Ryan Gosling's character, he slavishly keeps to uh, the uh, the classics. Very he can't help himself but yeah, stay there. Yeah, and in a good way and a bad way. Like yeah, I mean, like there's there's obviously there's certain you know things to take away from. Uh, you know, gunning for the for the for the Gene Kellys and all that sort of stuff. You know, mm. the Umbrellas of Cherbourg and Singing in the Rain and Lola and all those you know beautiful classic musical films. I mean, you have just the the shooting style, these glorious you know uh, long tracking shots. I mean, the opening uh, number at the start of the movie on the uh, turnpike there. Oh yeah, in Los Angeles, thing. that was a that was a, a technical masterwork. Mm. And it kind of, if, 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 if anything, that moment actually uh, uh, kind of undermined the rest of the movie because in, term for, in terms of like sheer exuberance and joy, 
it kind of it ne- it never got past and it never bettered that first scene. Yeah, it yeah it set it up it it set up a film that it never would be mm. purely for the state of trying to have a big opening number like Which the days is of old exactly. Yeah. But you need to follow that up with you know you know, a whole, a whole, you know, movie's worth of other amazing big numbers. Yeah, that felt very like, um, very like rhythm of life sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, getting real, getting really into it. And I was like, okay, but the story has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It is, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's showing Holly, like Hollywood the way it was and not the way it is now. So yeah, it is like, a curious. Um, you know, there's a. It's almost anachronistic in the way it depicts. I mean, like it's clear that it is in the modern era mm. because you've got your, your your phones and everything like that. But and you know, uh, Emma Stone's character Mia, she's driving a Prius. You know, but so otherwise, yeah, a few otherwise, years back but yeah but otherwise they're dressed like it's the the 40s yeah and you know just the the, the color palettes and the the design mm. of and it's yeah what i really like costuming yeah what i oh like this movie like i could have really loved this film for like the first 20 minutes so you got the mm. opening act and then you've got like the girls night sort of thing that was going on yeah. And like they're all in like bold, like singular colors. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, we're getting to like the party sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to be touching on that. We're going to like be to that iconic like Hollywood party house, the house that they always use up in the hills. Yeah, exactly. In like every single movie. I think. Everything, yeah. Because <laughs> I was watching um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang recently. Yes. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same it's house. It's in there. Yeah, it's in with there. With the pool, which I, which I wonder if like Shane Black did that deliberately. You know, as a, as a pastiche of, uh, you know, Hollywood films, he, he had that one house. See, that was a film that took the classics and then just ran at it full boil and made it its own. Yeah, turned it on its head, you know, wore the inspirations on its sleeve, but also perverted them mm. and made that made it, made it something different, something new, something fresh. I mean, I think... It, I think the main, like, just just so it doesn't just sound like we're just rambling on and on, I think, like, uh, the main issue that I have with La La Land is it's boring. Yeah, it's it's incredibly boring. It wears wears all of these, you know, amazing influences on its sleeve. And, but but it it pays them only lip service. Mm. It's like Chazelle just went through a list of the, the, you know, the top 50 classic movies of all time and was just ticking them off. Yeah. You know, uh, Gosling, uh, after their first uh, meet at the party, he does the swing around the uh, lamppost. Mm, of course. But, but, there, but there's nothing There's nothing to it. There's nothing there. And it doesn't, it doesn't add anything to the scene per se. And so you look at The dance Gosling number. And, what the fuck did that mean? Well, I mean, it's um, it's it's a movie about singing and dancing. So they had like, to have their dancing in there. Well, yeah, but it's played by played by guys. Uh, you know, that singing and dancing is is not their their chosen profession. Oh, so that's the subversion. 
Well, I think yeah, I don't I think don't think if that was like necessarily the uh intended subversion. Oh that just, was it... <laughs> pure sarcasm. Oh no really Oh <laughs> my sarcasm meter, this baby's off the charts. <laughs> Good guy. But it, yeah, but it is it is uh that where you know the 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 numbers need to necessarily be quite basic mm. as a result because you can't have you know you know if you wanted to cast you know someone who really can sing or really can dance or something like that you know who could absolutely just knock it out of the park with exuberance and everything but uh, you know they wanted to cast some actors that you know had prior chemistry because you know they were in uh, crazy stupid love together and they had and, and you know their chemistry really really popped in that movie you know that was fantastic and you know they were in gangster squad which the less said about that movie the better yeah yeah yep but i mean you know this is three movies now and so if if the idea was to uh cast people who could you know sing and dance to a certain degree but give a really real emotional performance i don't see i don't see it no in fact this just it's this a, movie it a, felt it was, like it was it was it only implied that they had chemistry it was like oh you guys you remember how they had chemistry yeah well, they got they got chemistry remember that remember it that just, yeah, we're not going to show like... you it <laughs> it's a, yeah it seems like uh you know it, it was a it was a, a matter of plot necessity mm. you know these these two are required to have a meet cute and then have troubles and then come out the other side stronger as a result but it was just going through the motions i mean even their one big you know big argument scene it, it i don't know it was just eh. well i mean like i mean like everything was there you know the, the scene was there and ready to go but like i just there was no i, I wasn't invested in their relationship so when it all came crumbling down I was I was miffed instead of devastated. Yeah. It was once again it was okay, you check that box. Now what's going to happen? And you move on. Yeah. Is he going to have to is he going to have to give up his his new dream to <laughs> to get her back? Yeah, I mean that's um, I mean it doesn't... that I mean that's something to discuss actually you know his uh you know ryan gosling's character's uh dream of saving jazz yeah that's that yeah i just i yeah there, there needs to be something to be said about the fact that you know this is, this is a white guy coming in to save uh a absolutely manifestly uh black form of music and the villain of of that tale you know this uh the symbol of modernity and change being played by the literal legend, John Legend. Mm. Oh, I love the fact that he was in this, but yeah, I wish was, he wasn't. It was, it was, I mean, it, it, was, it was great because it's funny, like the, the movie actually, I don't know if they realized they were doing it, but they actually, they actually critiqued themselves when, uh, you know, John talks to uh, Gosling's character and says, you know, you love all these old guys, but those guys were revolutionaries. How are you going to be a revolutionary when you're such a traditionalist? Yeah. And like, that's, I, th that, I think that's basically 
this is what they're trying to do and it's well like, i mean that's i mean that's that's what la la land is yeah. it's a movie that's so caught up in paying homage to you know all these golden movies of yore it actually forgot to try and do something different with itself mm. but of course because he's the antagonist why is he the antagonist oh because we were told beforehand that they had a falling out so that yeah. makes him the antagonist in this but then John explains to Gosling that, yeah, you're a better pianist, but you're an asshole. Yeah. So, so kind of, it's undermining, you know, the the, the core. Uh, and then that that whole like, so the the whole that whole plot line just disappears. Like nothing yeah. happens with it. Yeah. And it's just, and that's probably the most. That was probably the most interesting part of it. Mm. Like there was all, you know, there's. You know, okay, so let's let's just, you know, pay the lip service of actually going through what little plot there is. So it's yeah, yeah it's a love story between Emma Stone and, and Ryan Gosling. It, who the fuck cares what their names are um in the in the film? Well I think I think, I think that's I feel that's indicative that I I've been using their actual names. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't remember the names, but yeah, um one is a uh, wants to be an actress. Uh, works at a coffee store at the uh, at the Warner Brothers lot, um, but she her real passion is to write because that's what her aunt did uh, really like wanted her to do. Passion is to write something, but also be an actress. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character is really fucking pissed off that a like an iconic jazz bar was turned into a uh, a tapas samba Sam- place. Samba and tapas, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, to be fair, kind of funny. You got a giggle out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's, there's, there's moments of, of this, you know, of, of real charm in this. Film. And I think that's I think it's because of Gosling and Stone. I think yeah. because of their chemistry, it did shine through it. Oh well, yeah, like, they you can see them straining with every fiber of their being to bring something to the table here. Yeah, and so like they they get into a relationship. Uh, uh, well, after because Stone was in this relationship with a you know a rich boy elitist, so, but of course you pick the the downtrodden musical artist guy uh, because of course um, he he wanted to go see a film with you. Yeah, exactly. That's and you danced with him once. And uh, well, I mean, I, I just I just like the uh, you know all of her favorite movies that she lists, you know. They're all like, you know, the classics from the 40s and everything in the 40s and 50s, but what you've never seen Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, come on. That's just come that's just that's on, just buddy. that's just that's just a, a sudden uh, you know a black hole. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. I thought it was a nice little bit of uh casting uh that uh her boyfriend, her first boyfriend was uh Played by uh, the fellow whose name I, I honestly can't remember. Buddy in Big Short. In, yeah, Big Short. Yeah. And uh, those who watch uh, I was American say Horror that, Story. Yeah. Well, it looks like he finally got successful. Yeah. After working with after you know, working with Brad Pitt, he, he saved that money. Yeah. He he made it happen. <laughs> Took that to the money ball. <laughs> Take that to the ATM. The ATM. The ATM. Oh, oh boy. Um, that's an inside joke that no one's going to get. Oh, well. nope. um, <laughs> yeah. But even then they're like, and they make like pot shots about like rich people liking eco resorts. 
Yeah, I'm like. So it was like what, and then like the guys driving, and so Gosling's character's driving around in an American car. So it's like. Yeah, well, I think it's just it's an old car as well. So again, yeah, it's like the traditional thing, but it's yeah, it is that strange sort of uh, innocuousness where, you know, but that's that's Hollywood is at the forefront of, you know, environmental uh, promotion and you know, campaigning and everything like that and you're gonna bite the hand that feeds you or something yeah. like that it just just seemed just seemed strange to me but like, Damien, yeah. that they didn't do that back in the day <laughs> they didn't do that in the 50s yeah so they well, can't do it in this film yeah well i mean the other thing they can't do in this in this film apparently is acknowledge in any way shape or form the fact that gay people work in hollywood what gay people work in hollywood I am. So, I am shocked. So I've heard. Anyway, you mean people other than white people work in Hollywood? Again, I, I can't confirm. I think I read about it in a book once. Whoa! You know, I saw a documentary. I mean, you know. But this won is... so many awards. It must be an accurate depiction. I think it's it's an accurate depiction of Chazelle's idea of what an accurate depiction is. Oh, it's 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 a re, it's a reality that's removed from reality. Like it is. I mean, if I actually if I actually thought that this was his intention, I'd stand up and applaud because it's such a meta oh, yeah. uh, re- realization of you know what this world is. It's what Hollywood thinks it of itself. I think, which is why it's getting so many props. But the idea that you can have a movie about Hollywood and musical theater and there's not a single gay character anywhere in any representation, even as like an extra or something that blows my mind. The only, you know, the only black guy, black people in there are people in the music industry in a, you know, in jazz, like, thank God they like, actually, do you, do you realize that like, so what was it? The lighthouse was like the, the first like bar that they went to and like, mm. they're really liked. But then like when, he Ryan Gosling's character opened up his bar. It called, became very gentrified. A lot of white people <laughs> in there. A lot of white people. Yeah, they felt so like, safe. I mean, I mean, like jazz. Jazz was all about you know you have yeah it has to be a dive. Yeah, it has to be it has to be gritty. It has to be you know fly by the seat of your pants. I mean, yeah. There's a whole there's a whole just mess of uh, you know absences of clarity of uh, vision in this. Yeah, it is. I mean, like all, all I can say is that it's it's a very surfacey film. Mm. I you mean, can't really you can't really dig into it too much. Which and look on a certain level, I think you know it's getting a lot of props because you know it's been you know twenty sixteen was a pretty shitty year. Um, you know everyone's going through a lot, and the the world needs a little bit of therapy. And as a form of escapism, you know this this you know, provides, I guess, a level of uh, succor and comfort to, you know, to people, makes them happy. But then again, you know what? So did Deadpool. Yeah. See, that's... So, I mean, like... Like, I think, like, with Deadpool, and you know, it's the reason why a lot of superhero films are so popular and all that is because it's an obvious escape from reality. mm. Whereas La La Land is kind of just... It's this, yeah, it's this thin facade of what the real world is and we're just seeing the best parts of what one person thinks it is 
Yeah, I mean, like just the fact that it was made in 2016, and and you know, by all accounts, is set in 2016 or at least around, you know, the present. Mm. And Emma Stone's character decides the best way for her to, you know, get her name out in Hollywood is to, you know, write and perform in a one-woman show. Yeah, which I can tell from personal experience uh, does not contribute. Hi. towards 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 imminent fame and does absolutely and <laughs> you know i mean well i wasn't going to do the podcast gonna, with gonna, you like, unless you <laughs> like did this did that one man show i was like you know what we're gonna be doing this that was yeah, the whole I mean, reason i mean that that would have that would have been you know an interesting way for the the, the film to go if you know some sort of you know uh, acknowledgement of you know the, the changing landscape of of you know yeah. of film and you know the performing the performing industry in general you know if she wrote and did like a youtube yeah uh, do it like the rest of us and yeah. do youtube for five years then you get yourself on red on youtube red and then you find out that you can't vlog in a in a film <laughs> i give shit to them but they make a fuckload of money and obviously they, they're catering to a, a need out there Exactly. I um, mean, like, well, I mean, that's a re- that's a thing. That's the thing uh, about this movie. It, it's obviously catering to a certain want or desire. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'm not going to give. One, a... I, think, I think I think one of the major. <laughs> I think one of the major desires is for. Uh, uh, you know, I think this movie, as much as it makes people feel good, I think it makes critics feel great. Oh. And, and I think it, I think it, I think it makes you know, Hollywood feel fantastic. Oh, and, you know, well, historically speaking, it's just to improve in time and time and time again that Hollywood loves nothing more than, you know, patting itself on the back. Well, see, that's, yeah, that's, and like the Emma Stone storyline, that's why they cut short the Gosling one because that's not serving Hollywood. Mm. Whereas the whole notion of you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, you put yourself out there and then, and then you do the one big thing and then you, you just be yourself in it. And then, then you'll get your wildest dreams. Man. I mean, to be, I, I mean, mean to be, I mean, to be fair, that is actually like how Emma Stone started. Like she dropped out of school and moved to Hollywood when she was like 15 or 16 or something, mm. you know, did, did a, did a pilot. It didn't go anywhere. It failed. And then suddenly out of the blue, she gets super bad and zombie land and then just exploded. But, but, but like, why, 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 I was going to say like, but why wouldn't you just make that the story? Hmm. You know, you know, her, her real life story was more interesting than her characters. Yeah. But, how- you know, as, as, as far as, you know, trajectory and, and stakes goes and everything like that. Like, is that, is that what you want, like, from, like, a Hollywood point of view? Like, I understand that that's why, like, you want people to be thrown into the grinder so you'll get the Emma Stone. Mm. But, like, is that something that we should keep in our films nowadays? To be like, you just got to put yourself out there and you got to keep doing it, you got to keep doing it, you got to keep doing that, you got to, like, you know, you know, bankrupt yourself emotionally and, and, and you know, financially and then maybe you can make it big i think it's it's a it's a truism that does still exist i think the realities of that truism have uh, changed dramatically yeah i mean the 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 rise in you know social media fame Hmm. 
and and you know it's that whole notion that if everyone's special no one's special anymore the fact that you know everyone can be the movie star of their own movie now and you know you record your life and post online and you know everyone wants to you know feed you know and everyone feeds into that reality of just witnessing each other just living our lives out and so Mm. it's it's you know it's it's contributed i guess to like a you know culture's more narcissistic now you know and everyone sort of you know i mean like for a lot of uh different reasons this is more relevant than ever it's contributed to a society where i think everyone not only has an opinion but feels fully like you know entitled that that opinion needs to be heard Mm. and is and is valid yeah (laughs) even if it's not right i demand i demand to be heard yeah whereas you need to yeah but even then like old school hollywood is never heard exactly i mean like you you, you kept you you kept everything down low unless you were john wayne and then you could well be pretty racist yeah or warren Beatty, and you can just lay as many women as you like Mm. yeah so long as you were you know so long as you were a white guy you're gonna be all right (laughs) yeah i mean mean, nothing's changed there no not really i mean yeah i mean like they can talk about like yeah everything's changed but also no I yeah. mean, you know, everyone was patting the, themselves on the back when, uh, you know, Rogue One, you know, had a female lead and everything like that. But literally every single other member of that cast was male. And the most interesting character in that movie was Cassian. Mm. He had the he had the better story arc. So, I mean, to suggest that, you know, Hollywood's suddenly a bastion of uh, equality and, you know, forward yeah. thinking. Uh, You're still on notice, guys. Truth. You need yeah. to fucking keep it going. You can't, you know, representation matters. Matters a fuckload, so you gotta fucking keep doing it. Mm. But I think, uh, so La La Land has just cleaned house. It, yeah, it's, at yeah. The, it's... Uh, at the Golden Globes, just just aired uh, today. Hours, yeah. Or hours ago. Yeah. And, you know, we got... I don't best get it. Pi- best, best picture, best director, actor, actress, and original song. It's insanity. What you know? What is that no, song? No, no, nothing. Nothing in uh, no other film in Golden Globes history has won seven awards. We did it, guys. We made the perfect film. We did it. <laughs> but I mean, I think it certainly seems that unless you know something comes out of nowhere, I mean, like the other couple of dark horses are maybe Manchester by the Sea, you know, Kenneth Loggins film. Mm-hmm. Or- uh, you know, uh, Moonlight, which is getting, you know... Oh, I want to see that. Some I want to see that. at the moment. Well, as soon as it comes out, we will have to remedy that. Oh, yeah. But... It's boyhood, you but know, better. Yeah. That's what it looks like, without the pretentiousness. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but, I mean, Oscar, Oscar loves uh, giving props to films that, you know, say cheers, Hollywood. I mean, mm. you know, The Artist. Yeah, but The Artist was really, like, humdrum in it as well. Like, it had that, like, depressionism to it yeah yeah exactly and, it, I, I, mean, and I and i feel that's why it didn't get all the awards because it was no. because it was looking at the the darker areas of it the because it was black and white and it was you know it was mm. too different yeah exactly but i mean then this you have is something the right like, style uh, yeah exactly i mean this it's, is it's, the something, it's something slavishly 
old school to a fault, but it's it's made with the the glitz and glam of a modern film. So I mean, like mm. you know, most people just be like, oh, black and white. I'm not going to go see that. Whereas you know, this yeah. this will appeal on a broad yeah, exactly. sense. You know, so I think and I think it's going to win. And that's not to say that it's a comp- it's not to say that this film is a, a, a complete hundred percent failure. Like there's moments of you know greatness where like you can see a, a better movie peeking out from underneath. I mean, I the final six minutes uh, was amazing. Yeah, the start and the, the start and the finish of this film was good. Yeah, I mean that that whole alternate reality mm. trip is like you know that was the fi- like finally I thought like we've got it. Like I believed the the whirlwind nature of their romance the love that spans over the years through trials and tribulations the music swelled the you know landscapes changed it was all done you know in this one sweeping elongated shot and at that moment like i was carried away Mm. but it was it was you know 90 minutes too late and it well it and it also it also leaned into the fact that it didn't show it didn't show reality it showed that it was it was painted, you know, this was all sets as well. So it really it showed that, yeah, this is not real. Whereas the entirety of the film had been shot so like yeah, slavishly to the these ideals that they then yeah, that they then <laughs> that they then kind of parody and, and yeah. pay homage to in a better way. Than they've had been in the ninety minutes. This is yeah. this is this is a long film, but it feels like a long film. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, I don't have the exact uh, runtime in front of me. Two hours and eight minutes, mm. and it felt it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as soon as soon as I mean, like you know, the way the way they they showed the you know the passage of time by telling it uh, via the seasons that's already very dangerous because if your movie starts to drag, you know, the audience knows how much longer is left. You know, if someone, if someone's there and there's like, ah, oh, fuck, we're only in spring. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I was like, just need to get it to winter. Just need to get to winter. Come <laughs> on. Come on. It's checking my watch. Like it was, oh, I mean, I think, I, think, I think winter came in uh, Game of Thrones faster than it did in this movie. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, but, that's that's my that's my baiting joke for the for the, for the episode. Mm. Boo, boo, boo urns. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing boo urns. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but it's like it's a really like you you tighten up this you tighten up this film and you get that in you get that last scene in there. Then you got something there. I mean, like that. I, I think I'd lo- I'd love to just watch that uh, final scene, you know, out of context. Yeah. Like if you if you start if you started the movie with you know Emma Stone witnessing Gosling doing that amazing uh, solo, and then bam, straight into that romance, into that that kiss, that alternate reality to the beginning of their relationship, and just took me on that journey for for 10 minutes as a little short film uh, i think that would be a masterpiece mm. and that 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 you know those that final uh you know scene you know at the end of the film it comes dangerously close to being perfect 
Yeah. But it's it's just such too a little too it, late. Yeah, it's such a shame that like the rest of the movie just lacked that for lack of a better word, heart. Yeah, it did not have it didn't have the heart. It like and you can't say that people weren't trying to get it to that point. No, not at all. I think it, this is this is this is not a. I mean, it's a misfire, you know. Mm. I mean, you can see the intention. You can see what they were trying to do, but somewhere, somehow, it just uh, it didn't it didn't quite translate. Yeah. Like, are we? Like, is this going to be like? I think this is going to be a film that no one's going to remember. Because mm. I mean, like, if we look at it, um, let's let's think of some other films. I mean, The Artist. Has anyone sort of like? Have you sat down recently and just thought that's a film I haven't seen in a while? I'd like to see again. No, the only time it's been is that um, you know, the Little Love, the French movie that's coming out with uh, with the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Who plays a little person. Hmm. And there's like, oh, it's a guy from the artist. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it. It, it, it'll be it'll be used it'll be used as a point of reference for other movies, I think. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, Argo, that one Best Picture, that was another one, just like Hollywood Saves the Day movie. Yeah, you know, and has that meant anything to anyone recently? Um, you know, yeah, decent film, but eh. Yeah, I mean, like, there's yeah, I mean, Argo. There's nothing wrong with Argo. No, it's a it's a perfectly adequate film, but I, I I'm I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah, it's just doesn't I mean, have like, that longevity to it. Yeah, and I think like, I think maybe uh, we were spoiled going into this because we did see it, you know, a little bit late, and so we've already had just this cavalcade of critics just jerking this film off and so i i walked in expecting a masterpiece yeah and and what i got was a decent film Mm. and 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 there's nothing wrong with with that but it's 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 spooking itself and moreover is being spooked as something so much more than it is yeah decent ain't gonna make my heart flutter yeah you want something Something real. You want that powerful kiss, you know, after the after the big piano piece. You want yeah. that. I mean, like this if you, if, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for like you know pop culture realism and you know a powerful kiss that really you know set people on fire. I mean, I don't know why this is the one that's coming to mind, but Mary Jane and uh, Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, that, know, yeah, the, that was the, a big the, cultural the up, touchstone. The upside down kiss in the rain. Like mm. I still remember, I still remember that now, and that yeah. film came out in uh, two thousand, yeah, two thousand and one, I believe it came out. You know, almost, almost, almost twenty years ago. Yeah, and so you know, we can we can still talk about that moment in the rain, you know, as as a as a moment where, you know, this is just pop culture pastiche, but it ascended into something more just by the sheer potency of the 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 feeling for these these characters had Hmm. and it it rightly won the mtv movie awards best kiss rightly so exactly i mean they don't they they get it they they get it and they don't give it out lightly no no that's there's a lot of kisses in hollywood toby worked hard for that one yeah 
He he put in the nine yards. It ain't <laughs> easy catching someone upside down. Believe you me. Exactly. There's this water going up there, and oh, it's everything. Know, it's... <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. It's, so this, like, it's a yeah. It's a misfire. I mean, like we 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 we've bummed out about yeah, it. We've I... knocked we've knocked this film pretty hard. I mean, like. I just don't it's, care it's, about it. It's like, certainly, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not a bad film, but bad films are interesting. Yeah, bad bad films are memorable. Yeah, I was like, I was coming into the podcast and I was like, "Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get angry about this," but I don't care enough to get angry. Yeah, I'm just like, why? Why did you do this? You 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 were the chosen one. <laughs> you were supposed to bring balance to the force, not leave it in. Whatever tedium, yeah, it, yeah. It's just, uh, and it's like you know, oh, the guy from Whiplash, cool. You know, yeah, he, that was a but good like, film. Where, yeah, but like, where's the where's the the potency of feeling that was and, that was in that film? The where the the frenesity of the music and the tension and the anger was fed through the editing. Yeah, where's you know, and and the and the and the and the, mu- and the music was you know driving it as well, and just like was this like. Mobius strip of tension that built and was never paid off, and then was, but it was still kept going and going. I mean, that was just a masterclass. And so, yeah, and they had this, you know, they spec they they stated Gosling's character states, you know, the the conflict and the and the improvisation and like every man having his his turn, like that's you know in the in the jazz band, like mm. and everyone just it just moving fluidly with one another you know like, and like what does he say it's like, it, it was like yeah he like you know he says it's never the same every night it's always different so like and it's like so that's then, that's uh, what you should we... be clinging to not yeah. the you know the artifices of of the golden era of of hollywood like yeah. there's your story don't try and you know do the checklist round um you know Try and make a good movie, not just something that panders to the awards. Mm. But I mean, it's funny, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll always, I'll always take a bad movie over over a boring movie. Yeah, just because I mean, like you know, a bad movie is like reaching for the stars and you know failed, but there's always something there, you know. Um, you know, with you know a few exceptions, you know, there are just some films out there that are utterly beyond uh saving but i mean making a movie is is no you know mild it's an investment it's investment of a lot of things yeah so if you're gonna do it put yourself into there mm. like i just think this half this, this, was, this was very safe yeah it was safe it was a yeah it was an easy layup it's like all right we've already got established actors with established chemistry, cool. That's half the work done. We don't have to bother telling a, a compelling love story. We, you know, you've got, you know, you've got the the soft lighting and and you know the the, the gooiness of old school um, Hollywood. You know, L.A. does not look that good at any <laughs> point in time. Where were the drive-bys? I yeah there's just no no pleasant drive-bys like in escape from la yeah it's just all right that's that's a movie that celebrated hollywood Ooh. in all its yeah. forms in the best yeah, forms. you know warts and all you know yeah 
I mean, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't understand it. I mean, just, it, 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 I mean, like, obviously, you know, it was meant to look like the entire movie was shot in a back lot. Yeah, but, but once again, it just looks fake. Like, not in a good way, not in a... I mean, yeah, a, I mean, like, uh, fake, fake's fine. Way. Yeah, fake's fine if you're winking. Yeah. While you're doing it, but this is... This isn't, this is, I mean, this, it's, it's like, it's tribute, but it's gone beyond that. It's, it's replication. Yeah. I, I mean, and they the, say, and they say that mimicry is the, the highest form of, uh, you know, compliment, but if you're spending all your time yeah. trying to be something else, you, you'll never, there's no chance for the movie to breathe a life of its own. I think that was like, that must've been something that ended up on the cutting room floor, but was, um. I remember watching one of the trailers for this film and it was it was John Legend's character telling Ryan Gosling that it's like, you know, you can't just play it safe. You got to, you know, jazz is about, you know, you know, pouring yourself into it, putting some heart into it. And, you know, I rolled my eyes at, oh, great. White guy's going to save jazz and he's going to get the, the tutelage of, of the black guy in order to do it. Great. This is going to be one of these films. And to an extent, mm-hmm. yeah, it still was. It just wasn't that heavy-handed in in that way, but at the same time, heed your own advice. Yeah, pour some heart into it. In everything you do, in everything you do, if you can try and pour your heart into it, you you will you will come out better on the other side. And this this doesn't. And fuck you for getting all these awards for it. I don't. Yeah. I do not believe you should be as celebrated as much as you are. You're a boring film and I couldn't give a fuck about you. Mm. I, you know, if I could take it back, I would. If I knew what I knew now and I didn't go see this film, you know, I would, I wouldn't passionately kiss it. I would, uh, I would give it the cold shoulder. Ice cold, baby. Ice cold. Yeah. That's, my little bit for this. <laughs> I say that's I'm not angry. My I'm, two sets. I say I'm not angry. Like I'm not like Batman versus Superman angry, but I'm pissed off. I'm pissed <laughs> off at like at this film for for doing well. Like and if it, and it's probably going to get Oscars as well. Um, I just don't think it's. I just don't think it should. Wouldn't be the first time that's happened though. Yeah. True. And it's. Uh, I mean, it's the, it's the politics. I mean, the Oscars yeah. is, 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 a, is a political game of, you know, checks and balances and promotional, you know, know-how. Mm. And I think this, I think this movie is playing all the right cards. Yeah. Like, is that, is uh, that what they went into, like, to sell to producers? Like, this is going to win literally every award. I mean, you know, obviously, obviously there's films out there that they're like, like, you know, you understand that, because of the story and the director and, you know, whoever actors are attached, you know that, like, you know, it's going to be a prestige film. I don't, mm. I mean, I, I, I couldn't say for sure whether, you know, they walked in spruiking this film and they said, you know, this one, this one's the feel-good, the feel-good movie of the year. This will pick up awards like wildfire. I mean, it's, it's difficult to say, like, you know, because you, you make a film in a vacuum, obviously, so mm. it's very difficult to... Uh, think about you know how it might be received after the fact but 
I think a film like this could be would be well well received in the seventies, eighties, nineties, the early two well, thousands. Well, and now well, I think it would well of all, of all time. I think the I think the point is like it could it could be of any period. Mm. You remove certain anachronisms like you know phones and you know the more modern cars and everything like that. And this this I mean like and I, I, I mean this film is timeless quite yeah. literally, and not in a good way, not in a good way. It's, it's sort of yeah. It 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 it, it lacks a sense of specificity. Mm. It throws the net of its references and uh, heroes so very wide, and wears so many of them on its on its sleeve, on indeed every other part of its body that you the the film itself is obscured. I yeah, think. reminds me of like um because it, it you know the references don't go too far past like the 50s mm. um like it's star trek how they're all in like the future and all of that but none of their like pop culture references or anything like that goes past like 95 yeah i mean all it's the like captains all the, yeah, all the captains still just quote shakespeare yeah that's like that's as far as you got after that nothing nothing was yeah. made nothing i mean like, like you know in, in the most recent you know in star trek beyond you know there was that nice moment where they were playing the uh the beastie boys yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, McCoy, uh, Carl Urban asked, "Is this classical music?" <laughs> I mean, that's... God damn it, it is. Yeah, <laughs> is it that's a nice. Mind. That yeah. is it there. So they, yeah, they. they but that's a that. nice. That's a that's a nice wink. That's a nice mm. sort of you know, standing outside and looking in. At a moment, you know, referencing pop culture while also gent- you know gently ribbing it. Yeah, I think there's there's a religious devotion to you know, the, the past that uh, hampers this film a little bit. Mm, definitely. And that, yeah, do you, from this, like, I I quite like Giselle from, um, you know, Whiplash and all of that, did not mind at all Ting Cloverfield Lane. I thought that was a good film. It was um, a very, very good little uh, kind yeah, so, of uh, yeah. se- se- sealed, sealed room, you know, yeah. uh, movie with a real like cracking you know bit you know of, uh, of a screenplay and you know uh john goodman as this oh. towering character doing some of the best work of his career bringing that dialogue to life yeah I, you know oh, but that was a, that was a movie that that was a that was a movie that played with expectations mm. so like giselle's good and i just go like buddy well, what'd got, you do well, i mean well he's, he's got he's got talent and i mean is this maybe maybe this is just a misfire maybe this is you know it's a little bit different from gareth edwards last week but maybe this is his rogue one where he was he was given too much too quick mm. and stick with small and didn't 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 quite pull it off yeah didn't quite understand what he was truly getting himself into mm. i don't know yeah i mean but will you ever like we no one will say that now no one's going to say that he was you know, bad. He, he's, he is the best director. He's the best director of of the past year. The people have oh, spoken. Well, the foreign yeah. press has spoken. Exactly. Well, I mean, I think they're just trying to get a couple of licks in before they're eventually outlawed and uh, all hey, exported, that, yeah. exported from the country. So The corrupt media, yeah. You know it. And, you know, they're foreigners. 
Yeah, was it the Hugh Laurie yeah, thing? I was going to yeah. say. Uh, Hollywood, I, I, foreign, press, all those three things, bad. Yeah, I didn't see that, but yeah, it's exactly that. They're press and they're brown. Yeah. Oh. And they're liberal. It's just, there's nothing good about that. Good God. Yeah. So there we are. It'll be interesting to see in the uh, coming uh, few weeks exactly how this film's trajectory continues. Do you think boring song number eight is going to win the uh, the best song in the Oscars? Quite, almost definitely likely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I liked it when Frozen got it. Well, that was I mean, good. I mean, like best best song is is almost an outdated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like the the last the last time I you know the, uh, something that was interesting and of the time the one best song was was Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah, good point. You know, otherwise it always has to be a ballad. It always has to be. You know, well, Skyfall some... was pretty good. Yeah, Skyfall was very good, but again, it was very traditional. It was very, it was, it was very of what you know you expect from uh, an Oscar, you know, winning best song. Mm. You know, it has to be uh, a sweeping, you know, orchestral string number that you know really takes you on a on a journey of emotional pastiches and mm. you know, it's just like your, your classic Hollywood golden age ballads. That's yeah. all that ever wins. I mean, it's like nothing, nothing truly uh, innovative. Yeah. Sort of really ever gets nominated there. Hey, let's get let's get motion capture artists into the award ceremonies. Let's get them. Let's give them some awards, and then maybe Warcraft can get one. What? It certainly, it certainly, it certainly deserves nomination in technical categories. This is true. Well, at least the orc parts. Yeah. Well, we, we went over this. Yeah, we did. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if, if, you need, if you need context, people, see our Warcraft episode from mm. last year. We said some things. We reached some conclusions. Yeah. I mean, did it have more humanity in the film than La La Land did? I mean, one could argue yeah. that. One could. There was certainly... Uh, love you know from our orc characters for their true that for their family that was a, a, a devotion and a passion that i thought was kind of lacking here to be honest mm. we're just making pot shots at the film now yeah i think we need to wrap this up otherwise just go gonna... yeah this has been stantler and wardolf bigger about <laughs> films <laughs> i like the part when it's finished <laughs> Oh, to heavens. And to the listener that said, well, the same goes for you two as well. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> maybe we're wrong, but we're probably not. Hey, listen, wouldn't be the first time that, that, we're, not, right. that, we're, that we're not wrong. Like, yeah, we've, we've consistently, we've, you know, not to toot our own horns, but we get in there, we, we talk about these sort of things and they do come to some sort of fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, once we're a little late to the party, but yeah, our, our, oh, the the news of Carrie Fisher just after um, we talk about Rogue One and yeah, all of the, that. the day the day that came the day after we recorded the podcast, but then everything that we uh, discussed started to almost seem to be happening. Place. They're they're already starting to talk about replacing her. her with 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 a with a, with a digital double. 
uh, yeah. with a doppelganger. And the we, yeah, we talked future, about it. The future, the future is now, people. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's um, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's generally crazy about how this is all it, this is all starting to be. Yeah, the this is reality. Gonna be, mm, and we be may be wishing, we may be wishing for the likes of La La Land in the years to come. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, at least if this was the case, then at least the you know the motion capture actors would would finally get uh, their time in the sun. This is true. You would you know, be able Andy to Circus needs to get some some awards. Oh, he'll he'll get an honorary Oscar when he's like seventy years old or something. They'll get they'll give they'll give him a, they'll give him a big old wear sorry Oscar in about oh. thirty years time. Like they did with O'Toole. Exactly. Was, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know how you get nominated seven times and get and, nothing. And, and, and never. Yeah, and for the, for the things he was nominated for, as some of that bullshit. And Gosling the, got one the, for this. Well, I got well, I don't, don't know if he's, don't know if he's going to get best actor. I mean, I don't think he well, should. No, I mean, it's just it's it's the standard, you know, uh, sort of Gosling, sleepy kind of loosh. Mm you know slouchy kind of walk the way through i mean if it's funny like if you want to look at uh you know some sort of uh love story with uh devotion and stakes that had ryan gosling go back and watch drive people yeah oh you know what it was a good love story in this film just quickly before we wrap up mm -hmm. um his sister his sister and and the her only nameless, her nameless her nameless husband yeah yeah and they had a cute kid so it was beautiful. They yeah, were just in the I'm, background. They were in the background of a couple of scenes, but they got an entire storyline. There was a through line. You saw the love, love the devotion it. there. It was beautiful. I think that was the best part of the film. Thank you for pointing that out. I'd oh. almost forgotten about that, actually. Yeah, but yeah, completely forgettable because in a forgettable film. And I'm um, yeah. Yeah, that was the best part of it. <laughs> that was cool. So, that was a so good look. Uh, if that seems like your jam, people, La La Land is in cinemas now. Yeah, don't get And then we'll uh, presumably uh, return to cinemas when it wins Best Picture in about six weeks' time. So mm. miss it the first time, don't worry. You'll get it the second. Well, just save your money. <laughs> save your money, go see something good. Um, you know, get, you get yourself a good, a good feed. Um, there's a lot of better things out there. Um, rent, uh, rent Atlanta out. That got some awards as well. Got quite mm -hmm. a few of them. So, um, you know, that's a better... You know, you can you probably spend a little bit extra, um, but you'll have to yeah you'll have to rent it out um, mm. on the streaming platforms. I think you can get it on Amazon Prime. I don't oh. know where else. Almost certainly. Yeah, but um, yeah, getting get yourself into some of that or uh, or Blackish that um, and they they both won awards um, at the Golden Globes. Uh, much mm -hmm. deserved. Much deserved. Indeed. So um, you know. The foreign press isn't wrong all the time um, when they give out awards. Um, yeah, keep at it. Keep giving the awards to for shows that are doing some real good work. Exactly. And look out beyond your own back door with films. Come on. Should be right. Well said. Well said. All right. Um, as always, um, you know, you can find all of our episodes at our website from thesilverscreen.com. There you can also find all of our social medias, um, you know, and while you're 
fluttering around in our neighborhood, um, go to iTunes and uh, leave a review. Um, five stars, preferably. Um, to the one guy that we said fuck you to, um, just don't worry about it. I hope you've well, we'll, already left we'll, by now. We'll take we'll take the hit. <laughs> take the hit to make the plane. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Rope a dope, mate. Rope a dope. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, next uh, next episode. Um, what are we feeling? Gosh, I don't know. Should we just make it a surprise? Yeah, I think we did it with this one as well. So at least we had. Well, we narrowed it. We narrowed it down to this or Allied. So I mean, like there was a fifty-fifty chance. But uh, so some just... people may have seen a good film. Mm. I don't know if if Allied was a good film. I can't imagine it would be either. I heard it wasn't terribly good. Uh, but I think there wouldn't have been much to discuss on that, to be honest. True that. True that. Yeah, I guess we would be getting into into drama. Exactly. Anyway, to be All continued. Right, yes. We continued fairly well. 